0: This is Pav's Table Talk, episode number two for YouTube. Um, for everybody listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now on Google Podcasts, this is mine, Chris. I think it's our seventh episode.
1: Uh, eighth episode. Yeah, our eighth episode. And oh, also, don't forget about all those people on Anchor.
0: For you people on Anchor, we're there too.
1: All right, Pav, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing
0: good, man. Just a
1: uh, chilling day. What about you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It feels weird. We haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Like you came over and I was like, shit, dude, we're going back into the grind again. Yeah. But we're
1: here. Yeah. We're ready for another one. Yeah, last week we weren't really feeling it though. I wasn't you know, I wasn't in the zone kind of thing. It happens. Yeah. I wanna do it first. That's true, man. You just gotta be able to come here, be yourself and just talk about the things you wanna say. The
0: best thing about it, man. like like I said, um I started doing this. I mean, and I got you to drag along with me, but I started doing this because I like talking about things I find, you know, interesting. You know, learn from it, get yeah. other people's point of views and even like, you know, have other people listen to it and see if they can change themselves sort of better. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I just kind of think that spreading a little bit of a message and just having these conversations is really something that is going to be positive in the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's kind of funny because I started my pediatric placement. So a pediatrist is working with kids. And like the, the last week I've been trying to not necessarily dumb down my brain. But get into the mind state of talking to kids more often. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you got to do in pediatrics is when you're trying to assess children and, like, work with them, you have to get to their level. Like, literally go onto the ground and be at their level. But also just try and connect with them in their, in their kind of environment and like, literally play. Like, when was the last time you remember, like, fantasizing and, like, playing, like, as a kid?
0: I like to think I'm a grown-up kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's way different. So I spent the last week just trying to like play and like be in this like more happy, go-lucky environment and like try and connect with kids. And I found it interesting because through that I found that I would end up becoming lost in what I was doing. Okay. Like I'd just be engaged with the kid and just trying to read their reactions and I was just seeing like how they were moving, because obviously I'm a physio, so I'm trying to assess their movements, but I was like seeing how they're moving, uh-huh. and like talking to them, reading their reactions. Trying to do what I can do just to get any kind of response from them, right? And just trying to provide that stimulus and, like, be in the zone with them. And I found that I would end up, like, losing time pretty fast because you just get in that mindset where you're kind of just locked in and you're just zoned in on what you're doing. You don't right. really think about anything else. So it's kind of cool. It's true. Yeah.
0: I know, like, back when even I was uh, working with the um, kids of autism, Yeah, it totally is a different <clears throat> ball game. Uh, from what you used to. Because I know, for me, it was trying to teach him how to how to play games.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I feel like, you know, I was doing a lot. I, you know, I enjoyed it. It's not something I would do for future just because I feel like I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Um, but I found, like, language-wise, I was talking, like, to adults the same way I was talking to the kid now and then. And it was kind of awkward when I realized, yeah. that, you know, I was speaking that way.
1: Well, it's kind of – it takes a lot of patience, especially working with the kids, like, autism. But – it's quite rewarding and like it takes like like you said like it takes it takes person, takes a yeah. special person to be able to do that. Even like the viral video that's going around right now with the America's Got Talent, that kid Cody oh, who's right. sang on the piano, he's blind, crazy. Like. That's what I always
0: believe is like you know kids <clears throat> that are auti- um, have autism, dude, they they have a special gift. Like they're all like geniuses
1: in their own way. In their own way, you got to yeah. figure
0: out what it is. Like the kid that I uh, I was dealing with, mm-hmm. his memory was. The best memory I've seen. He would point out things that happened weeks ago in detail. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, I guess you're right, man. I don't know what yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember
1: in grade six, we had uh, a kid in our class with autism. And they kind of, the, the trend for autism is they get locked in on something. Uh-huh. And this this guy, he just got so locked in on the Canadian Charter and Rights of Freedom. He, rem- he memorized nearly the entire thing and re- would recite it. So we're in grade Sheesh. six, so obviously we're not really knowing like the significance of that, but it was insane. Man. Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. But the point I'm trying to get to is just like being in that environment, it really brought me into a different frame of mind that I was able to just focus solely on what I was doing because mm-hmm. the effort and the energy needs to be 100% towards the children and who I'm dealing with. Right. So it's a unique, it's a unique experience, right? For okay. sure. And one of the other things that I found funny was during this week also, I found that I had a pretty significant talk with one of my friends on Sunday. So on the flip side, this talk has been in the back of my mind and I would notice that when I was with the kids, I'd be super focused engaged. But then when I was like talking to my preceptor or like someone else, Mm -hmm. I'd go back to this deep, deep conversation I had with my friends on Sunday and I'd just go back and I'd be like, nodding my head and saying yes to the person that's speaking to me but in my mind i'm totally totally out there out for lunch oh, like not even thinking i'm just like going through emotions but i'm totally lost in something else right so that was interesting with my mind like escaping and it was just getting away from me and i wasn't really in the moment you could say uh-huh yeah so that that was okay
0: right
1: um <laughs> what do you think you're doing when you're not really thinking about what's going on in front of you yeah i feel like i was just like reflecting on like the past and I wasn't gaining, because like, these times my preceptor would be talking to me, trying to explain something to uh-huh. me, but I just was not engaged in that. And it was just going in one ear, out the other ear, because my mind was somewhere else thinking about that. Uh-huh. I was losing out on that opportunity I had right in front of me to learn something, right? because I was already preoccupied. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so it's okay. pretty interesting. Right. Two different frames of mind I was dealing with this week, I found. Yeah, new challenges.
0: Okay. All right. So so specifically for this podcast, you were bringing it up to me about living in the present, right? Exactly. And, and when you mentioned that, were you thinking more of the aspect of what you just talked about of not being there? Or were you talking about more – because when I hear that, I'm thinking, okay, do you live for day by day or do you just live for the future and just live for you know, 10, 15 years from now what you're going to be?
1: Well, I feel like they both go hand in hand because you have to be in the present moment to get anywhere. Right. But to achieve absolute success in what you're doing at hand, to should be absolutely good in your task. You need to be focused and you need to live in the moment, right? Okay. For a simple example, do you think you can get, like we mentioned on the social media podcast, do you think you can get a good conversation out of you and your friends if you're, one of you is distracted on your phone?
0: No, no, you can't.
1: Exactly. So that's the same thing applies here. Say you're going out and you're going to work and you have a bunch of things you need to do. If you're thinking about other stuff, you're going to be just as productive. You think so? No, do you think so? I don't think so. I don't think so. Exactly. No, okay. That's my point. You're All not right. going to be just as productive. All right. So the point I'm having is it's you need to plan for the future and you need to reflect on the past, but there's a time and a place. Okay. Right? There's certain times where you have to be present. You need to be focused in on what you're doing at hand.
0: Right. Um, I mean, I, I would say I agree for the most part. Like, you know, for me, I mean... I enjoy every minute I have now. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, and then I feel like there's even days like today where I'd spent my half of my day inside. I'm like, wow, I just? that's a day wasted. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if that's the part of me that's like living the now and not, you know, living to its fullest or if that's just part of the growing game, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, the end goal is, I don't know, I feel like for most people it's to have a good job, have family, you know.
1: Yeah. Or whatnot. But I mean, you you're kind of reading your body, right? If you didn't feel like um if you didn't feel like you were wanting to do anything then and there and you just needed to be inside for a while, you just needed a break, right? Right. Right. So you need to allow yourself a time to like heal, rest your brain, busy week and stuff. You know, temperatures rising, it's hot, you gotta get used to all that stuff. So so
0: you're saying we should probably like ideally we should have both at hand at all times or what? like you should always live every day to the fullest, always have a plan for your future.
1: Uh, I think it takes a balance between the two. Realistically, we can't we can't do anything without we can't do anything well without having almost all our focus on it, but there's no way we can really achieve 100% focus on one task. If you think about it, it takes a lot of effort to really get your mind solely locked in. Into what you're doing. Right. right? It's like achieving that flow state, which we'll talk about one day. Uh
0: Uh-huh. I got
1: you. Right. But to get your mind slowly walked in and being in the present takes a lot of practice and effort. So we can never fully be in the present and we can never fully be out of it because we're always doing something, right? Okay. Yeah.
0: I think I get that. Um, Say if you're somebody that's, you know, listening to this now, (laughs) uh, I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to say, well, I'm on my teens, and I want to plan for the future, but yeah. I also want to do that in a way where, you know, I'm appreciating my young ages. Because, I mean, yeah. I feel like in, like, a lot of Asian cultures, you get told, you know what, you go to school for 20, 25 years, you become a doctor, yeah. have family. And a lot of those people, oh, man, these birds are going crazy. <sighs> I don't know if you can hear these things. Um, Yeah, but these people, they, they, they don't have much of a life, you know? Right. And you look at them, you're like, wow, you just spend your full-time in school. But at the same time, these people are, are loaded.
1: Yeah. You they know? can be. Like, I mean, I feel like... They so what I'm just, thinking is when you're explaining about these people, what I'm thinking is they're constantly trying to achieve more and more and more. They're always looking ahead. But they never stop and they're not able to celebrate what they have accomplished. And they're not living in the moment, right? They don't recognize what they have in front of them sometimes. Right. right? So say they become a doctor they get their medical degree and then instead of being like, oh wow, I got my medical degree and just being like fulfilled with what they got and just like working through that, they're like, got my medical degree, now I need to specialize. I need to become a surgeon. Gotta do orthopedic surgeon. Gotta become a neurosurgeon. Gotta do something, right? Gotta mm-hmm. take that next step. Meanwhile, maybe maybe that person is like started a family but they're preoccupied with that because now they just want their, their kids to grow up and like become doctors too and they're not really enjoying you know, raising the family. They're still stressed out with their they're trying to pursue, right, that's career. what I'm saying.
0: It's like it's not as much as being happy for themselves, they're just more, they just keep planning for the future,
1: yeah, exactly. And that what I would say is that you're just too much on one side of the spectrum, right? You're too much, you're so far and planning ahead that you've lost sight of when you've achieved a goal and you don't give yourself the opportunity but you know
0: what? to. Uh, who says, you know, what's the right and wrong way of doing it? It might be okay. Would do, that and they probably do it over and over again
1: but you just said it yourself these people could likely be unhappy and stressed they out they could
0: but uh, <clears throat> I feel like they could also be okay and happy with it
1: yeah um, but then if you look at them do you feel like they are enjoying what they have them at that point well that,
0: that comes to everybody's point of view of what what do you think brings joy to you yeah for what brings joy to me is uh, you know like, experiencing what I have around me and enjoying it, maybe they do that too, you know? Maybe they love going to school. Who knows?
1: Yeah, but if they love going to school, and like you said, if you enjoy experiencing everything around you, you're living in the present. Right. Right? So that's the power of being in the moment and appreciating all that you have around you. Okay. You right. still have a plan. So for us, we went to school, our plan was to graduate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Obviously, every day we didn't think about graduation. But every day we went to school... And we would enjoy some days. We would enjoy what we did in school, like the activities we did. Yeah, you know, going to the gym, <laughs> <After class. laughs> you know, going out to the bar some nights, right? Right. So we still enjoyed life and we lived in those moments, but we still had an end goal.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, I feel like for me, um, I knew I knew I had an angle of like me wanting a job, but I feel like with me, I just didn't know what I wanted that to be. Yeah. So, I mean, if I, if I had any advice for anybody going and college, and man, figure out. I know it's tough, but if you could just start younger, you know, as soon as you're in university, figure out what you do like. Because I know too many people that switch programs, switch degrees, you know, they're going back there for, you know, eight, nine years. And you're like, wow, that's never going to be me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what, you don't know, set so your plans straight and that's you five years later. You know, yeah. shit. I'm this guy that's 28, 29 years old, and I'm with all these young guns. Yeah,
1: see, that's probably people who have planned too far ahead. Maybe they have pressure from their family, pressure from themselves, from peers, that you have to go to school right out of college, or right out of high school, like you have to go to university, and they need a plan right away, so they just pick something, something that has a path. Like, I have to go get a science degree because I have to get into med school. Right. Right, so they were so focused on their plan, they weren't actually present with, what do I want to do? Right? Maybe they needed a couple of years off to go travel. Maybe they needed to go to do a different degree. Dude, my
0: only thing with that is I know people <coughs> that said they're going to go skip school for skip university, college, wherever for a year or two and they don't go back, man.
1: Okay. I'm totally against that. If I look at my physiotherapy program, I have classes 78 and I have 20 people over the age of 30.
0: In your program? In
1: my program. And I have and I have, and I have okay. most of them. I'm large, most of them probably another 20 above the age of 26 so they took either longer undergrads or left or took a break after school. Right. And even look at our buddy Ryan. He traveled for four, five years after high school before going back into his bachelor's degree and he was on the honors roll every single semester and he's in the P2 program now. 30 years old. Right. Other guys in the program 36, 35, 38. There's two people in their 40s.
0: Ooh, wow.
1: Right. So these people had their life experience and they experienced uh-huh. what they wanted. So you definitely can go back to school. It's just a matter of finding out what it is you actually want to do
0: just sticking just committed to it yes
1: eh? <clears throat> yeah because it's better to have someone go and do something they're going to stick with and enjoy than it's for them to go through it finish it and be like well that was a waste of time now i'm not going to do any of that i
0: feel like a lot of people are in that category though man exactly a waste of time it's like what the fuck did i just do yeah maybe they needed a break
1: right maybe yeah. they need just to go work for a bit go experience something else just, just, yeah for enjoy sure. just you know being um
0: do you think there's actually for everybody there's one thing that they can be so passionate about and make a good living off of it do you think there's a spot for everybody or do you think there are people that are just unlucky because what they love doing just doesn't offer any employment i think
1: that? that some people are so passionate and want it so bad that there might be someone else better than them but because they wanted it more due to their passion, they got it.
0: Right. And I, I can see that for the top dogs. But there might not be some as talented as those guys. What's left for them? They get the they get the crumbs.
1: Not really. I mean, everyone gets their own chance to make it and do what they want. But like you said, it depends. Are you talking about not everyone can own a multi-billion-dollar CEO company? Right? If, if 7 billion people owned a billion-dollar companies, like, how the heck is there going to be enough companies? It just makes no sense. right right because other people require other means of satisfaction yeah it's not all about top dollar for most people in the world so it's just it's it's just achieving that through different means Uh right a lot of people just love doing what they're doing because it helps someone else right look a lot of people in healthcare they do it because they love someone like they just love helping people school teachers right right you know education assistants you know people that go into policing firefighting they all do this just because they're they're there to help and that's what they means. is this. uh uh-huh. Right? So there's, they're not getting crumbs at that point. They're just kind of doing what they find brings them satisfaction, I guess.
0: I I'll, Okay. Well, then, I'm like, <clears throat> similar to that, what you just said. Um, So, you know, we talk about living in the present and in the future. Mm-hmm. I feel like 99% of people don't and they don't.
1: I, I agree 100% that no 99% they, of people don't live in the present.
0: Did. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like because when you look at somebody, and we'll just say, you know, like let's look at a homeless person, right? Okay. Where did it go wrong for them? Were they were they too busy, just partying, living present, get addicted to drugs, go that route, or how does it like? Where where do you think the wrong term would go for somebody like that? Do you think it's dangerous to live in the present for too long and not think about the future?
1: I feel it can definitely have a negative impact only in the sense that if you don't have a plan, you might just get caught in a routine, like a hamster wheel effect. Okay. Whereas if you're just constantly doing the same thing, like you go to work Monday to Friday and you party on Saturday, right? You just repeat that, like rinse, repeat, and you just constantly... For how on. long? <laughs> That's the point, right? Yeah. Until you get a plan, essentially. Uh huh. But for some people, like maybe... That's what they want for them. But, like, I agree with you. Like, that could be a negative impact if they just aren't taking that next step or just making that progression in their life.
0: Right.
1: However, I can speak for myself. When I go to school, I find that most of the time you're sitting in class and you zone out. I find, like, it's hard to pay attention when you're in class eight hours a day. Shit. Right. Yeah, so even, you're in like,
0: even, like, four to five hours, you just sitting there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? Because oh, right. you're there. You're long. You're, you're sitting in class. The lecture is like going on. The slides are popping up. Tons of words. And you're thinking about, oh my gosh, when's this going to be done? Class ends. You're no longer thinking about what you're going to. You're thinking about now what you're going to do next, right? right? So now you go to the gym. You're in the gym. You're supposed to do this killer workout, but you're feeling tired. And now you're thinking about, oh man, like what am I going to eat when I get home? When should I go to bed? So you have a kind of a shitty workout. Then you go home. You're like, ah, oh, you know, I got some homework to do. So don't really enjoy your meal. Right. So then. As you can see from what I'm saying is, as you progress through your day, each event you did poorly because you're so focused ahead on the next thing. I didn't focus in class because I was focused on leaving class, right? I didn't focus on my workout and have a good workout because I was so busy thinking what I was going to do when I get home. I got home. I didn't make it or enjoy a good meal because I was focused on my homework. When I was trying to do my homework, I was so focused on going to bed because I was tired. So I never put myself in the present to focus on any one of those tasks effectively
0: right and
1: say maybe you it's unrealistic to put yourself in that position to focus on any one of those tasks or like all of them but you're able to say all right i can focus on at least two or three of these tasks effectively like maybe i'll allow myself to zone out when i get home Mm -hmm. but i'll focus in class so i don't have to study as much and i want to get a fucking good workout in so i'm going to focus on that okay and for the rest of the day i'll I'll zone out and let my mind do its thing. Right? So you okay, kind of so see where not being in the present and just always thinking forward affects your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you've told me that you've done that before, too.
0: No, I feel like everybody has, man. <clears> exactly. Like,
1: yeah. Your mind gets so preoccupied.
0: Yeah. And I feel like just like a week ago when we first brought this up, I started noticing it. Even at the gym, I'm just like, I'm working out, but I'm not working out. And yeah. Just, I'm just doing the ways to do the weights. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't push was like, yourself as and then much.
0: Then I stopped, I was like, holy shit, why am I thinking about this mm-hmm. when I'm in the gym? I should be doing this when I'm at home with my laptop, when I want to express these thoughts and whatnot. Exactly. So then I just sort of took my mind off it, you know, put some, I don't know, like gym music, whatever that is for you. Yeah. And then I just went at it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then you go. And I feel like the thing with it is you might, it might, the fact that you stop thinking about it, you might not even think about it again. Yeah. You know, depending on how important it is, especially. Exactly. And if you're occupied with other things, once you stop thinking about it, you forget
1: about it. Yeah, if you forgot about it, it probably wasn't important to begin with.
0: It's like you know, how many times have you been told to put something away? You say, oh, I'll do it. You go back to your phone, and you're focused on your phone now. And now this idea of you putting that thing away, it leaves. Yeah. And you like 10 minutes later, your mom's like, yo, did you put it away? You're like, oh, yeah. shit.
1: Not going to lie though, That's pretty important. You don't want to disrespect your mom. No, you I right know. <laughs> <coughs> but I see what you're saying, right? Like, I understand... The idea of like trying to get yourself into that present state. But it takes a lot of time to really get into the rhythm of doing something. You need to really get some strategies. Like even starting these podcasts, there's always like you gotta get feel for it, get talking a little bit, and allow yourself to be in the moment completely and not distracted on anything else.
0: That's for sure. Um and then just to get this article now, it's called The Ten Tips to Living in the Present. Yeah. And I think this is approaching more like, we talked about more of the conscious and, like, subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. This is more just, you know, the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got tip number one. Remove unneeded
1: possessions. Okay, that's a really good one. So, I feel like this is definitely targeting things that create extra stimulus.
0: Exactly. Especially right? past memories, you
1: know? Yeah. So, one thing I found really helpful during school was me actually putting my phone away. A lot of people leave it on their desk and every time it lit up, they would look it. But instantly, <laughs> once it lit up... Boom, lost focus, right? Done. I found I was actually focusing better. Granted, I couldn't do a whole hour and 20-minute lecture, right? But putting away the phone helped incredibly. So I can totally agree with that first point there.
0: Okay, number two, smile. Smiling each day is full of endless possibilities. You are in control of your attitude every morning. And, you know, I like that. I feel like put a smile on your face might even put a smile on somebody else's face.
1: Yeah, now why do you think... This smiling, like, smiling or being happy is the chosen emotion. Like, why not Why not just focusing on another emotion? Why not just be, oh, be sad, and you can be present?
0: <laughs> you mean just frown at everybody?
1: Yeah, or be angry. I
0: don't know, because I feel like frowning is, is viewed as a bad thing.
1: Right, but you can be present and be angry, can't you?
0: Yeah, you can, but I feel like being... Sp- just smiling might just put you in a happy mood i feel like it's the way the brain works right if you just smile more it just puts you in a more relaxed state
1: yeah i see exactly because if, if you're allowing yourself to be happy and smile you're putting yourself in that positive emotion mm-hmm. so you're getting that your reward system you're getting the dopamine release right other people are connecting with you the whole thing people, humans love connection right someone's not going to come up and talk to you if you look pissed off you have like a resting bitch face on right <laughs> yeah but if you're out there smiling People are gonna on the street, gonna walk up and say, "Hey, how's it going?" Hi, like walk by them, you know, smile, and then your body is like, "Oh man, I got a little rush of dopamine there because this stranger that like, gave me a nice smile or said, "How's my day going?" And then you're more focused on what you're doing because you're getting this positive feedback from the, being happy, That's right? So it's I'm putting it in a, Whereas if you're angry looking, other people might be ignoring you, and then you become more lost in your mind. Like, why are they ignoring me? Blah blah blah. I'm just even angrier now. Or oh, I don't want to go do this anymore because I'm in a bad mood. And just totally putting yourself in that state of like removing yourself from your present environment.
0: Being a grumpy old fart.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so smiling is a good one. Like being positive and happy. All right. Number
0: three, fully appreciate the moments of today. Soak in as much of today as you possibly can. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the emotions, the triumph, and the sorrow.
1: Yeah, see, that's what I was talking about. Like having all that success in your life. It's no good having all that success if you don't value what it meant to you or you don't live it.
0: Yeah, and like you said, just value everything. Because, you know, just 10, 15 minutes ago, we had we had <coughs> we had these crows going crazy. You ever think about why they're going crazy? Because, you know, over here, yeah, you have flocks of them. Yeah, it's I don't know if you're superstitious and whatnot, but it means bad luck when you got a sky covered in black birds.
1: Do you know, do you know how it actually works? No. So, actually, in the lower mainland where we live, uh, there's a, a nesting of 100,000 crows in Vancouver, Okay. and it's actually uh, just past Burnaby before you go on Exit 26. There's like this huge underpass there. Okay. So every night, all the crows come back from all over the valley and lower mainland, and they go and sleep there, and every morning, they all disperse. So if you're driving around on the highway in Vancouver during dawn or dusk, right. you can see just flocks of crows leaving everywhere. Oh, Total shit. Total random fact, but yeah, I just want to share. Did not know
0: that. Uh, but yeah, know, on top of that. Like I find even when I'm outside now and I'm not on my phone... I like to just sit in there and just, you know, soak in the smell. Um, yeah. You know, there's always like...
1: I mean, you live on a farm, you has so got the good old cow manure and everything going around.
0: Dude, I actually love the smell of cow manure.
1: It <laughs> reminds you of home? It reminds me of home. Yeah, a John Deere tractor gasoline yeah, ended going. When
0: you read it 24-7, it becomes a way of
1: <laughs> Yeah, no kidding.
0: People go, you know, what's the smell? I go, no, this is just the way it smells in my house. Yeah, yeah.
1: going from Vancouver back home yeah. to Abbotsford, you just get over that last little hill to exit 89 or whatever. Uh-huh. And you open the window and you just get that waft. Ooh, that's a just, smell, that, just that farm smell. <laughs> then you know you're home. But even that, yeah, it always takes in
0: like the little things. I think it was even you, at your place. Yeah. I was like, yo, guys, just sit and listen to the birds. How many do you guys hear? Nobody gave me an answer. I heard I heard six that day, by the way. Yeah. I don't
1: know how much you guys heard. Yeah, that's because um, you're also a little Tweety, so you like to connect with yeah, the words.
0: Yeah, my rap name's Tweety, by the way, guys. Um, okay, next on the tips, we got number four, forgive past hurts. If you are harboring, harboring resentment towards another human being because of past hurts, choose to forgive and move on. The harm was their fault, but allowing it to impact your mood today is yours.
1: Yeah, that, that speaks for itself. If you're consti- For sure. Yeah, if you're constantly just thinking about that negative. For me, it was thinking about that huge talk I had on Sunday. And if you're just constantly thinking back on something and just trying to get over it and you're not letting it go and it's just nagging at you, you're not ever going to be able to focus on what you're doing. And then okay. by accepting it, it's happened, it's done. You just need to work towards improving the situation as best you can and move on. It's hard. It's hard. Obviously, all of us have problems moving on, right? right. Like you can't. It's hard to forgive someone, or to forgive an action, or you know, forgive yourself when something goes wrong they didn't plan for. But you have to. Like it just takes a process and it takes a special skill set of reflection and being able to just accept, you know, who you are right now and just go forward and do your best for the next thing that comes.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Next one what we talked about earlier. Love your job.
1: Man, big facts. I told you. If you just survive the work week constantly waiting
0: for the next weekend to get here, you are wasting 71% of your life. There are two solutions. One, find a new job that you actually enjoy. It's out there. um, So we like to believe there is. Or number two, find something that you appreciate about your current career and focus on... The positives rather than the negatives.
1: Yeah. I think we discussed that pretty well. Yeah. Okay.
0: Earlier. Next one. Number six. Dream about the future but work hard today.
1: See? That's the pinnacle. That that's is literally what I was trying to say. That's what. That's exactly right? what we are trying to say. That's what See, I was the thing is the most interesting thing. Remember last uh, couple weeks ago when we were on uh, Chill Chillrose radio? Right. Dream about the future. The concept of dream is just an idea. Dreaming is not a plan. Right? It's not an action or a framework. Okay. Right? You need to be working hard in your present day to create that plan and to follow that journey to your dream.
0: Oh, I like that. And it. that's what
1: I was saying before, right? You, you need to have an idea or a plan of like what you want to do and this dream of where you want to be. But you have to be hardworking and focused in the moment to get anywhere.
0: Exactly. He says here, don't allow dreaming about tomorrow. Replace your living for today. Preach. I like okay, number seven on the tips. Don't dwell on past accomplishments. If you're still talking about what you did yesterday, you haven't done much today.
1: Yeah, see, <laughs> so that, true. that's true. And I think that's the same as forgiveness is if you can't forgive someone, it's the same as not being able to move on from the accomplishment, right? You for sure. Get off your high horse. You get it. you were a champion for a day. Maybe a week or a month. But, you know, life has phases, so you got to go on to them excellent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't relish stand in it in the moment. Who, enjoy
1: the moment. Who who keep
0: bringing up the same fact like every single other week, you know? Oh, right. you know, this happened a couple years ago. Now it's been three years, four years, and they're still bringing it up. Yeah, you, know, you
1: want to talk about this time in grade eight when I led my volleyball team to a Fraser Valley Championship? It was a great moment for me. I still reflect uh, like on it every really day.
0: bragging on that, bro. back in grade eight. Yo, Come on, every, dog. Day
1: First, you want, want. every day I think about it. First year volleyball, every day I think about it. Greatest day of
0: my life. <laughs> I still remember grade seven I won. Uh dude, what was it? It was like it was for being like a really like nice student. I forgot what it was. I was the only kid in my class I got it. And I was You're so nice happy guy. for like <laughs> Thank you. I was happy for like the one month. But then dude, it's like okay, you move on.
1: Yeah, the next month happened, someone else won it, right? Like no, cool. I'll tell you
0: I got it for that year.
1: Oh, okay. Um, big dog stuff. Yeah.
0: I Number eight on the tips, we got stop worrying. You can't fully appreciate today if you worry too much about tomorrow. I feel like this one here is something that I do a lot. Yeah? Um,
1: yeah. Tell me more about why you feel like you do that. This is a really important one. So I want to get into it a little bit. Why do I worry? Yeah. Like, what are you worrying about when you do something?
0: Like, oh, shit, man. Like, I'm worried about tomorrow. If I don't get something done, then it's another day wasted. Yeah. It's just more of me. It's just wasting time.
1: <clears throat> so you're worried about wasting I, time? I hate wasting time. Yeah,
0: but I do it all the time too. I just worry too much, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're getting your, you're putting yourself out of your effective. See, it's,
0: it's like a it's a lose lose because when I worry about wasting time, and the same time I'm worrying, I'm wasting that time because I'm yeah. you know wasting and worrying. If you can get see,
1: worry is something we can really get into because it puts you in the safe bubble. I find so everyone has their comfort zone.
0: Dude, I feel like. <clears throat> Everybody's comfort zone is around the same thing. I think getting out of your bed in the first thing in the morning is you escaping your comfort zone and you putting yourself out there. Um, I feel like there's so many times, like, because you know, I feel like everybody in human, like, you know, it's just our body, we're designed, it's designed to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. So anytime we're throwing ourselves outside of our bubble, you know, you feel uncomfortable. But I feel like also trying to get into this uncomfortability, I don't know if I said that right, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. because it, it, that's how you get out there okay and I feel like living too safe I know some people and they just they spend a day and they do the same routine
1: yeah that's exactly my point so if you look at it this way I know people that they have I feel like okay let's restart I feel like everyone has a different comfort zone right more people are people are extroverted or introverted I feel like depending on your personality traits you're gonna, it's gonna allow for a different comfort zone. I find that extroverted people have a larger comfort zone, meaning they can go out and do more while not feeling like they're worrying about what they're going to do. So say you're an extrovert, and, you're, and I'm just typecasting all extroverts, but say you're an extrovert, you're walking down the street, and you want to reach out of your comfort zone to make a new friend, you might be more inclined to go out and like talk to someone at the bar, right? Okay. But say you're introverted you have a smaller comfort zone so there's less activities that you can do that you feel safe doing. Right. So you're in this bar setting but you're too, you're worried to go and make a friend because it's too far out of your comfort zone. So there's like this little circle around you and then going to make a friend is like way out of that circle. So your I don't comfort know. zone. I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think, I think it doesn't matter who you are, just going to make that connection is you doing something. You know, it really depends if that's something you do or not. If that's not something you regularly do, I think you're leaving your comfort
1: zone, period. That's my point.
0: You were saying... No, my
1: point is like the worry around it.
0: The worry... Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Yes. Like
1: if you're not worried to go up... Because I know I have people that would go up to anybody and just start talking to them. Because that's not uncomfortable for them. They don't worry about it. Right. But I have other friends that aren't able to make that step because they have anxiety around it. Right. right. It takes a lot of effort and preparation to go out and put themselves in a substitute set, setting because their comfort zone is smaller what they are comfortable doing. Right. Right, so like, look, okay. For my example was, I ended up working at Rona for five years throughout my entire degree. Right, five years. Yeah, so I was entirely comfortable working there because they accommodated my work schedule, like my school schedule. Five right? right, they always gave me just enough pay, and like I got along with everybody there. That's it great. wasn't the best job for me. Like I could have left and gone out and done any other number one, like any other number of things. Man, but and you, done, you got, got your more needs money. Required, though. You yeah, know? see, I got my needs required, and I was comfortable. But if I really wanted to, I could have went out, quit, and done a different summer job and put myself out there a bit more and have a different experiences. If but you, that, but I worried about doing that because I worried about like job security, right? I worried about what I would do come school season again, and I worried about like being uncomfortable and being in a new environment. Okay. And now that I'm in school, like I'm constantly going to different settings and like having different practices and meeting new people. I find my comfort zone has increased and like I no longer feel that anxiety of leaving places and going right. places because now I'm just more used to being around. So my comfort zone grew because I'm not worried about that anymore. I'm not worried about feeling awkward around new people or going into new settings. But initially it was because I was comfortable with where I am. And I didn't want to lose that.
0: Uh, okay. So, um, yo, so so if you had the option to go back and change it, would you go <clears throat> and would you have Looked for a new job?
1: I would have left Rona probably after two years for sure. Oh, okay, so yeah. two years, you sure that market. Hey? Yeah, there right. was like a number of things I wish I would have done. But I was so focused on just having my needs met. And that was enough for me. Having my needs met was enough for me. But there was so many other experiences I wanted to do that I didn't go do just because it would have made me feel uncomfortable. And I worried about it. Interesting. Okay. Right? I, so I think I that's those. a huge point. Yeah, and uh, that's my point I'm trying to say because my comfort zone was different. And then other people came in Arona. They worked there. They didn't like it. They left because they were like, fuck it. Like, I'm-
0: yeah, you know, at the same time, though, like <coughs> I feel like it's okay to do that. But I feel like a lot of those people that I worked with, they're just, I'm just leaving. They don't even have a backup plan. They're just, they're just ready to go. They- there's,
1: there's a stat out there that people who leave their job constantly after every couple of years end up making more money than someone that stays in the same company their entire life because they always leave their job and find something better wow really yeah yeah it was study done on it because they're always leaving and finding a job that's better for them makes more money or it just some way has greater benefit because you're leaving and you're yeah you're constantly finding something newer and better yeah yeah so that's a really interesting one that people should really dive into all
0: right let's go on to tip number nine uh so think beyond old solutions to problems so our world is changing so fast that most of yesterday's solutions are no longer the right answers today. Mm-hmm. Don't get locked into a, but that's how we've always done it mentality. Yeah. Yesterday's solutions are not today's solutions, and they are certainly not tomorrow's solutions.
1: Yeah, big facts. I don't know if we need to explain that I don't that think we anymore. need to that. that well, pretty that's pretty well true. said. You can't, you can't keep applying the same framework to every situation.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Tip number 10 to living in the present. Conquer your addictions addictions in your life hold you hostage they keep you from living in a completely free life today find some help take the steps and remove their influence over your life What do you guys say about
1: that that's a good one i actually never thought about it that way like being addicted to something is just keeping you in what that do, environment who, what that do what you do think
0: you, yeah what do you think of those people that say pick your poison
1: <laughs> yeah it's like either like choose your addiction or like move on to find something else right?
0: <laughs> do you feel like there's people that pick their poison They're just happy having that addiction they're okay living with it or what
1: i mean i guess it depends depends on what your addiction is. say you're, you're addicted to alcohol right you're not going to okay
0: like, i'm picking my poison dude if, if my literally. poison was just to be like oh alcohol is my addiction <clears> i'd look at it i'm like yo that's not that bad
1: why um, is not, not that why is not that bad you're destroying your body relationships I mean,
0: everything destroys your body
1: you yeah. know you know, I read this thing today <laughs> that you don't start dying at birth because the definition of dying is when cell death is start greater thrive, than is yeah. greater you know, is greater than cell formation. Right. Which occurs at age twenty six.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah. So so just I,
1: for everyone listening, if you're twenty six years old, you're starting to die now. Anyway, side note. But yeah, back to alcoholism as <laughs> an addiction. I feel like addiction depends on your mind state oh, and where you're actually at uh, with everyone else. If you're having a negative impact and you feel like shit, that's why you're addicted. I feel like that's not <laughs> necessarily living in the present being good. Yeah. All oh, right. <clears> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so those are just 10 tips there. Yeah, I think they're great tips. Chris,
0: is there anything else you wanted to add?
1: Yeah, so there's this author. Uh, he wrote this book in 1998, 1999, or early to- early 2000s, late 90s, I forget. But his name is Eckhart Tollier. And the book is The Power of Now. Okay, And it's this really good read on being able to put yourself in the present and learning how to focus on the task at hand. Now, I hope one day you and I are going to talk about flow state because I really think flow state and achieving this like part of being in the zone plays into uh, being present. And it can bring you to that like, next elite step. But Eckhart Tolle says that the present is all that we have. Okay. So all we have is right now. Right, And it makes sense that the past is gone and the future hasn't come yet. We might not get the future we want, so we need to be totally engaged in the right now. Okay. Right, Because that's all we literally have. We only have this moment and we're only able to do anything right now. I can't change the future and I can't rewrite the past. But I can conduct what I want to do here today. I
0: feel like you can always put your pardon on the future though you know
1: yeah but you're doing it in the present everything you do (laughs) now is going to translate one day to the future yeah but you have no idea what that outcome is going to be no you don't right no yeah okay Yeah. that's my that's my ending quote is the present is all you have
0: all right what's his his name
1: Eckhart Tolle is he French things uh English British British,
0: okay, yeah. what not? All right, yeah. sorry to offend your homeland. <laughs> yeah. It's all good, okay. Yeah, everybody, thank you for listening to episode number eight of Past Table Talk. Feel free, you know, we're on YouTube now. Give a comment, tell us what you like, what you dislike. You know, if we're boring, if we're funny, if we're none of those funny <laughs> How, looking, funny looking. Yeah, anyways, right. yeah, so <laughs> we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Breaker, Anchor, and on YouTube. And that concludes today, Christian. Yeah. Your last you name? know, thanks
1: for tuning in, and you know, the power of living right now and being in the the future or being in the present, not the future or the uh, past, is is important. That's right. So good luck to everyone out there and achieve your present. That's right. Goodbye.